Welcome to the Morning Mix Podcast. We learned this morning that a lot of you have scored major cool mom and cool dad points. Yeah, including uh, going to Lollapalooza for four days with friends we met from Cancun by the yeah, pool. Yeah, he'll be fine. I don't know. Trust me, hon, he'll be fine. Are we sure? We also found out that a lot of folks are using code words when they see attractive people in public. You will never think of Metallica the same way again. Or whip, frankly. Mm-hmm. That and much more coming your way on the Morning Mix Podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We need some weeknight meals because 60% of people are eating the same boring dinner four times a week. And that might be that you're making it twice and eating leftovers, mm-hmm. but you've got, you know... A box of pasta, a can of sauce, dinner is served. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it, but like you're doing it all the time, it gets boring. You just need inspiration. That's right. Right. Hi, Julia. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we're in the kitchen with Julia, and we need a new recipe. What's the go-to freshen it up recipe? A stuffed pepper skillet. Mm-hmm. A stuffed peppers skillet, which means are you not actually stuffing the peppers? You're cutting them up, and it's just all in there? Yeah, it's so much easier to make. You don't have to worry about the peppers standing up. And then you just scoop a big spoonful of it on your plate. I like this. And uh, it's super easy to make. And it's perfect for, like, fall and winter. And do you cover it in cheese? Yes, yeah, of course. Because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. The stuffed peppers skillet. Love that. It's almost like a deconstructed stuffed pepper. You could call it that. It's, it makes it sound like yeah. you're at a linear or something. <laughs> I've never been, but I hear things. Hi, Sean. Good morning. Morning. This sounds so, uh, this sounds right, hard, but what is it? No, it's really not that bad, Chris. Uh, so it's a Cajun catfish, and I can actually give you guys the recipe if you want. All you really need is a black cast iron skillet, two catfish fillets. Uh, you need the actual cayenne pepper, smoked Hungarian pepper, excuse me, not pepper, uh, paprika, uh, two lemons, squeeze out the lemon juice, and then you do a little bit of parsley and thyme, but it soak and marinate for just a couple of minutes. And then it's two to three minutes on each side just for the initials. Then you pour in a quarter cup of white wine. And now it doesn't have to be now cooking. Well, yeah, right? It's not bad to sip on while you're actually doing the cooking, too. Yeah, well, so that, that's the problem is that Nikki doesn't have any left. <laughs> that's the problem. So she doesn't have time to pour yeah, it over because yeah. the bottle's empty. All right, time, so we're, yeah, time or time. Time or, yeah, exactly. That does sound delicious. I don't know what time is it, Rosemary. Right. Swordfish is pretty good. All right, Cajun catfish. Or I thought it was swordfish, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, catfish. I, I would replace the catfish with swordfish. You could probably, right? It's just seasoning yeah. at that point, right? And just time difference? I don't know. All right, there you go. So that's Cajun catfish. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Good morning. I love this. Uh, a lot of, I feel like, Greek restaurants have a good version of this, but what's the go-to meal? Cream of, a cream of chicken soup. Cream of it's chicken soup? Big- 
Yes. It's amazing. I've made it for people. Uh, my friend was sick a couple weeks ago. I brought it to her, and she demolished the whole pot, and I was going to share it with her, but she ate the whole thing. So, <laughs> so is there rice in there? Because I often see it with rice, or do you just do it? It's just the chicken and the veggies. No, with rice. Okay. Uh, you make a root, and you boil the chicken in 10 cups of water with some bouillon, a chopped onion. Then you take the chicken out, you make a roux, throw that in there, chop up the chicken, throw that in there with one and a half cups of rice, and you're, it's done. There you oh, go. Sounds good. And soups are so, because they're so cheap to yes. make at the end of the day, because you're using broth or water, you know? And then you can uh, make a ton of it, and it lasts right. a long time, oh. and they warm up well. They're so good. All right, so we got cream and chicken soup. Now we go to Tom, who's in Florida. Good morning, Tom. Good morning. I'm listening to you guys. I want you to know it's 50 here. These people down in Florida, you'd think it was below zero. Some woman walked by. I, I swear you would think she was on Michigan Avenue in December. But anyway, my, my go-to thing is just and it's simple, linguine alley olio. Some linguine, some garlic and butter and olive oil. And then every now and then you throw in mushrooms. It's, just, it's quick and it's good and it's easy. Linguini ali olio. It's also just fun to say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if I say that enough times, my wife might be like, "Well, all right." You know what I mean? Hey, do you want a linguini ali olio? <laughs> all right, I like that, Tom. Mm-hmm. Very nice, and that's easy. You just need some oil and some linguini. Yeah. And then you got to go to Florida. But other than that, it's fine. Stay warm down there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Colleen. Good morning. Good morning. Boy, we thought it was hot in Florida. It's hotter in your crock pot. What you got going, Colleen? Um, you can either do it with chicken or with beef and you just set it in a crock pot with some taco seasoning and a jar of picante sauce and let it go and then you shred it and it's a little twist on uh, taco night so picante chicken or beef in a crock pot correct so it's literally like a can of salsa on top of it and you just let it ride it is the easiest dish I have ever made in my entire life. I like that. that sounds so That's good. Nice. I think yeah. you just get some tortillas yeah. or not. Put it the over hardest rice part is yeah. having to smell it the whole time All it's day. cooking. Yeah. <laughs> That's, just... And then you always want to peek in the crock pot. But my mom, I don't know if it's true, but my mom is always like, never open it. Never no. open it. And I don't know if that was just because she thought I'd eat it. But woo, you got to love a crock pot. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool dad. Billy Joel, very cool dad right now. The piano man took his daughters to see Taylor Swift, and he says, I got, quote, very cool dad points. And uh, he, he took them backstage to meet her because, you know, he's, he's Billy Joel. Yeah. So Taylor mm-hmm. Swift got to meet Billy Joel, which is pretty cool for her. But you're a cool mom. You're a cool dad. What did you do that scored major cool points? Hi, Laura. Good morning. How are you? I am great. You're cool. That's what you are. How'd you sc- uh, score some major cool mom points? I bought my son Lala tickets, and he got to stay for the whole time, and he stayed with the people that we met in Cancun from spring break. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. You are you are beyond <laughs> cool, Mom, tiptoeing to dangerous, Mom. I don't know. I'm a little worried. <laughs> so he got to stay with people you met on vacation downtown to go to Lala for four days. Yep. And you said he's nine? No. He's 18. Okay, good, good, good. Still, All right, that's some cool mom points. That's a big investment yeah. for cool mom. All right, so Laura, cool mom, got her 18-year-old tickets to Lala, and then they got to stay with a family that they met at a resort in Cancun. <laughs> they met an all-inclusive. Yeah, hang on a second. Uh, Laura, what Lala was it? How long ago? It was just this past year. And is oh. he home yet? Yeah, this year. <laughs> this year. 
No, he said IU. Oh, so he didn't come home. He's like, I'm good. I'll see you later. All right, so there we go. Now we're going to pop down here to Kim. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Hi, good morning. You scored some cool mom points in the happiest place on earth. How'd you pull this off? Uh, well, you know, I don't know how, but we did it. Uh, we took our son down to Disney World um, for his eighth birthday, and we did a VIP fireworks dessert party um, at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Whoa. And we had VIP seats and um, all the dessert you could eat during the fireworks show. That's amazing. Now, at eight years old, do you think he had any sense that, like, mom and dad went above and beyond for this, or does he just expect <laughs> that all the time? Well, now he expects it all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean I have to sit on a blanket for the fireworks? Where's my seat? Where's my fourth dessert? Yeah, hang on a second. Why? There's no ice cream at this place, Mom. I don't understand. Those are some cool mom and dad points right there. Hi, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. I see two things that I don't know go together. It just says Disney World and wrestling. I don't understand what happened, Paul. How did you score cool dad points? Yeah, so we've been trying to go to Disney World for years. My wife and I finally got to take the kids. We surprised them, got a limo, like the whole ordeal. And then uh, while we were there, WWE was having like an NXT event in Orlando. (laughs) That's like where they're based out of. Yeah. Then my daughter got all the princess stuff. And then my son got to see uh, wrestlers. And then got to meet his favorite wrestler, too. So oh, my God. I got wow. like points for that. Can I ask a side note? How do you guys feel about CM Punk back on WWE? <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can tell you, he's wrestling with his feelings. <laughs> he is. He really is. I love it. Oh, wow. What a combo platter. Yeah. It sounds like it was almost on accident, too. Yeah. Jeez. Hi, Colleen. Hi. Boy, do so, you know I, Billy I, Joel? You're right in company with him. How'd you score the cool mom points? Oh, how did I? I took my daughter when she was in second grade to the Taylor Swift Red concert. Mm. And then again when she was in fifth grade to the 1989 concert. But this year for the errors, she was a senior in high school and I wasn't invited. She went with a friend. Oh, my so I gosh. I got annoyed and I went and I bought tickets to see Taylor in London in <laughs> June. Whoa. So we're going. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's not invited. Yeah, she's not invited. I'm going to send her pictures. I'm taking a friend. I'll see you later, hon. I'm going to go see Taylor under Big Ben. Bye. Wow. Taylor in London. That's a wow. That's awesome. Hi, Chad. Good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, man. Chad, you might be the coolest dad because the kids have access to this all the time. What'd you do, Chad? So uh, we have a third floor in our house, and it has a spiral staircase. So I had him rip out the spiral staircase, and we put in a slide. Most of the chagrin of my wife. Come on! She said no, but, you know, took a long weekend with the girls and came back, and there was a slide. So you didn't tell your wife you were putting in a slide? I was under specific orders not to put in a slide. Oh, I did, you know, yeah. You oh. know, sometimes you just got to go for it. You got to you know? do it, man. Wow. That is amazing, it's Chad. To the than it is to put the staircase back in. How do you get up to the slide if you took the stairs out? So what we did is uh, we have this mirror that slides, and then a ladder slides out, and you climb up. Wow! Oh, did you get a permit? Is this to code? Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm not telling you what town I live. Yeah, in. I got you. Okay. Better go for it. That's fine. fine. Mix and match. It's an easy game for you. Mix and match. Even has a theme song too. Who will you? Choose your head, you'll scratch when you play Mix and Match. Ho, ho, ho. It is time to mix it and match it. Please welcome to the show, Sarah. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Sarah smiles. You can hear it. 
No time is a good time for goodbye, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Have you heard us play Mix and Match before? I have. Okay, great. So you know the drill. We're going to share a fill in the blank. We'll all write down our answers. You pick one of us. You match the answer. When you do it today, you're going to win a $100 Tree Time Christmas Creations gift card. Are you ready to play Sarah? I am. Okay, guys. Here we go. The question today is, of all time, what is your favorite holiday song? What is your favorite holiday song of all time? Put some thought into that. Now, Sarah, where are you from? Uh, Lake in the Hills. Lake in the Hills. Beautiful up Mm. there. Uh, Do you ever go to that airport? Uh, No, I have not been there. Oh, man. Are they buzzing over your house all the time, though? All those little Cessnas and stuff like that? They sure are. I bet. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a project manager at a drapery company. At a what company? A drapery company. Drapery. I thought you said grapery, and I got thirsty, but you said drapery, (laughs) and I I covered the sunshine. Do you ever say it's best to choose your drapes where you use your drapes? (laughs) It's hard to say. Yeah. I've never said that, but I've never heard that either. Have you ever asked people if the carpets match the drapes? Has that ever come? Oh, my God. I've never asked that question. Maybe the next time. You don't go into houses, though, huh? You're in the office. Yeah, I'm just in the office. You're in the office, guys. Yeah. I wouldn't say that there. Is that not a thing to say? <laughs> no. I think most people probably want them to match, though, right? Yeah, I would think. Now, let me ask you this, Sarah. What's big in drapes right now? Like, what's the big, what's what's current, what's what's popping off in drapes right now? Oh, I don't know. Everything. Like, everybody's different. Linen? Sheer? Oh. Wool? Uh, definitely sheers. Sheer. I love sheer in the middle and then some decorative stuff on the side. Oh, my goodness. Do you guys have any openings? Because apparently Violetta is very well versed in the drape culture. Seriously. Wow. What what would you say somebody on average should plan to spend on drapes for like a picture window? I would say at least $1,000. Really? These are quality drapes. Okay. I like that. Yeah, Yeah. All right. Well, Sarah, are you ready to mix it and match it? We are ready yes, for you. I am. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Nikki's over the drape commentary. Yeah, sorry, forget about it. Sorry. sorry, she's draped out. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to drape you with a victory if you get this right. Now, if you get the answer right, you're going to hear this. If you get the answer wrong, you're going to hear this. Oh, boy, those drapes are drab. So, you're draped in shame. I guess so. Okay. Sarah, who would you like to match with today? Will it be Chris, Nikki, Whip, or Violetta? Let's try Nikki. Okay. Oh, we're going to try Nikki. Heard that before. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does mean? I don't know. It's provocative. Here we go. Who cares? <laughs> people going. Mm. All right. You have chosen to match with Nikki. Now, here's the bonus Jonas for today. I actually have some sound to go along oh. with each answer. So, Sarah, oh. I said to oh, the yeah. room, what is your favorite holiday song of all time? Did Nikki say? Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Close the drapes when this thing's on. Okay, that's option number one for you. Option number one was Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Recorded in Chicago, by the way. This pizza trivia I don't get to use very often, but this was the time. He said pizza trivia. Okay. Song number two, did Nikki say U2's Christmas Baby Please Come Home? (laughs) Option number three, did Nikki say her favorite holiday song is Bobby Helms and Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. And finally, option number four, did Nikki say, you two's Christmas baby, please come home. (laughs) All right, Sarah, what was Nikki's answer? Oh, this is tough. I'm going to say option four. 
Option four, which was... <laughs> Also, okay. option two. So, option two. <laughs> yes. YouTube. Yes. You're going with YouTube. Baby, please come up. Yeah! 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 Way to go, Sarah. Congrats. They all work really good. They really Especially do. two of them. Two of them really good. <laughs> yeah, the problem is you got it right. It was YouTube, but it was actually the second yeah, option. So weird. Oh, so weird. Congratulations, Sarah. You got that right. Now, just for fun, who do you think was the other person that chose YouTube? Christmas baby, please come home. Was it Whip, Violetta, or Chris? I'm going to say Whip. Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yep. And now, just for fun, Sarah, let's see if you can run the board. You're down to two options. Did Violetta say Donny Hathaway's This Christmas will be recorded in Chicago? <laughs> You'll never forget that fact. Was the <laughs> yeah. Or did Violetta say uh, William, or, uh, Bobby Helm, Robert Helms, and Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock? I think Jingle Ball Rock. For Violetta? Mm. No, 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 no. I'm She's a busy. A crack. She's getting busy with Donny Hathaway. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. This is a good one. So, so good. good. This would have been my 1A. Not that anybody yeah, asked. Same. I originally was going to write this Christmas, and then she said this Christmas, and I was like, I got a lot. I'll go with another one. And then you two jokers both well, said you two. So I'm like, oh, well. I went with you two because I'm like, oh, Whip is for sure going to do Wham. So last Christmas, oh, yeah. I thought I totally was sure. like, how many good ones. That's what I thought, too. See, and uh, I was going to do Britney Spears. Um, toxic. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she has the on. Only Wish, and only it's a wish. really good oh, song. Man. Really good Christmas song. Sarah, did we mention yours? What's your favorite holiday song, Sarah? I think Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell, my girl. Oh, Let's oh, go. Yeah. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. You see a hottie walk in, and you have a code word. We've learned now that Gen Z, they're saying, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, dang. It's like yeah. they're choking when they wake up. It kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> or like a hiccup or a burp. Right. their breath away, yeah. right? So if you, new... if you walk into Costco later this week, and the guy at the door goes, yeah, you better feel good about it. Okay. They're, they're letting you know. He's not just Either, clearing his throat. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? He's, he just have like a like a, some peanut skin stuck. Like, ah, yeah. Is the chicken yeah. ready in the back or not? Yeah. Yet? Okay. What? Do you need the Heimlich? Yeah. Okay. Hang on a little mouth to mouth. Yeah. It might also mean that girl, you're a thick and good. Good for you. I I celebrate it. We've got a lot of code words people are using. Whips buddies would say. Uh, speaking of Metallica. That's so great. Uh, oh. My buddies and I would be like, whoa. Uh, that was kind of it. Uh, did you see that? Hey, look at there. Look at her. Hey, you, you want to go talk to her? You don't? All right. You, should we get back to Dungeons and Dragons? All right, cool. That's Am I awesome. Dungeon Master? Not quite Hi, as Scott. well disguised. Yeah. No, not well. Yeah. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Good morning. How about you? We're doing very well, Scott. Now, you and your buddies are hanging around, and if uh, somebody attractive should walk in, what's the code word, Scott? Well, let me set it up. So uh, we were uh, pouring concrete at swimming pools, you know, and um, <laughs> so we would just say we need to broom it. Broomit was the code word, you know, because there's all kinds of women at the swimming pool. So that was a Broomit. So Broomit. And uh, and how long did Broomit last? Like just that summer? Well, it was, it was indefinite. And that, yeah, I still Broomit. Duh. So it could last forever, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever accidentally said it to someone who was not in on the joke? You just turn, ah, Broomit. They're like, what are you talking about? No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Hey, you can get lost in it. All right. So for Scott and his buddies, it was Broomit. That's awesome. Okay. All right. Hi, Brett. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing really well, Brett. What was your code word when a real hottie would come in the room? Well, we say, ooh, a piece of candy. 
Ew. Like, <laughs> they'll never guess what we're talking no about. Yeah. I'm sorry, That's Brad, weird. but gross. So, <laughs> oh. Ooh, a piece it's of candy. Guy. You guys are really. It, it's from Family Guy. Right, oh I know. But you guys are really it. at the top of the Mensa board here. <laughs> Ooh, a piece of candy. Keep a Werther's like original in the pocket. Just yeah, why, just in case. Prop. <laughs> now, what happens if you guys actually find candy? Uh, say, Ooh, a piece uh, of hot that ass. That never happened. Nah, dang. All right, so Brett and his buddies. Ooh, a piece of candy. Hi, Christina. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Doing really well. How are you? Good. Good. I like it. What was your code word, you and your friends, when you saw a hottie? So I worked at Dairy Queen for multiple summers. Um, so this would actually get passed down each summer. Um, anytime a uh, hot guy or girl came into our Dairy Queen, um, we would say, ooh, there's a pineapple dilly. <laughs> dilly bar. <Yeah. laughs> Uh, we don't obviously sell pineapple dilly bars, so it was nice that we knew that, but they might not have. Did you guys ever say that? And then a customer was like, oh, that sounds lovely. Can I have one? You're like, no, it's not a real thing. <laughs> no, never. Would you just say it out loud or like into the headset, uh, pineapple dilly? Uh, just out loud. Uh, uh, we we didn't have a drive through so it was kind of easier. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Nice. That's great. You're listening to the Morning Mix Podcast. Well, these are the other ways that you can use your banana and its peel. For example, in at number six, use that banana peel to brighten your smile. Really? That's right. They say, you know, a bright smile it can be difficult. It can be expensive. If you're a chronic wine or coffee <laughs> drinker, <laughs> you might have to let your teeth hey. go too long without a go to whitening. And you can try using bananas to brighten your smile before throwing your money into teeth whitening treatment. See if a banana peel will get you the results you're looking for simply. Rub the banana peel on your teeth a couple of times a day before brushing to achieve a shiny new smile. Here's my big question. It does not say is it the inside or the outside of said banana peel. I don't know. Just do both. I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, report back. You try the outside and let us know how that works. And at number five, weird but helpful ways bananas and their peels can be used. Loosen a splinter. Get yeah, hate a splinter. It's what you're going to say to it. <laughs> Splinters, depending how deep they are, can be a real pain in the A to remove. And they're also sometimes quite painful. If you got a splinter that needs loosening, cover the splinter with the outside of a banana peel for a few hours or oh, overnight. Geez. Okay. What? Yes, try that on your four-year-old. Tape, tape yeah. a banana yeah, to your don't, finger. Go yeah. to sleep. Sleep normal. I'm going to put this banana peel yeah. on your leg. It'll be fine. Later in the morning, you might notice that splinter has started to loosen. It's time now to pull it out. Huh. So who wants to try that one? Okay. In at number four, you can use your banana peels to shine your silverware. Holidays are coming. You got guests coming over. Give your silverware a great polish with a banana peel. However, you're going to need a little bit of a mixture to begin with. Blend your banana peel with water to create a paste. Then take a cloth and rub that paste onto the silverware. Now, you don't want to leave them with the banana mush on top. So once you do the rub, give them a rinse, and you should be good as new. Okay. So it's like but the an- water is what leaves the spots. I guess the banana peel, though, would have created some sort of a barrier. Okay. That, I would be nervous to do that mm-hmm. to my silverware. They don't deserve that. All that muck on there. You think? I mean, yeah. I mean if you use the rub, it does the muck anyway. I, you know, I've used this expression so many times you're sick of it. But if it's good enough for your teeth, it's good enough for your spoons. My guy. <laughs> and at number three, six weird but helpful ways bananas and their peels can be used. Treat an insect bite. 
Okay. So if you got an insect in the house that's been bitten, you can pull that insect to the side. And No, no, no. Bananas are known for relieving itchiness and other symptoms of bug bites like swelling. The next time you've been bitten, use a banana peel atop your bite. The peel consists of natural antihistamines, which will soothe the itch created by the saliva that the bug left under your skin. Just in time for mosquito season. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so helpful. We so actually great. had a fly in the Where house yesterday. Where was this all summer? A fly was buzzing around our house yesterday, and I literally saw it, and I went, how the hell are you still alive? Oh. Then I sent it outside. If you've got a wart, you need to get a banana peel in. And number two, warts aren't the worst of skin irritants that exist, but boy, are they embarrassing. There are numerous at-home remedies for removing a wart, and using a banana peel is one of them. But nothing within the banana is toxic, so there's little to no risk of rubbing the banana peel over a wart. While there is no scientific evidence that proves bananas or banana peels truly help remove warts, it's been practiced at home for decades. Whip. The reason you're adding an H to wart? I don't know. Oh, okay. Trying to keep you on your toes. Got it. Got it. Uh, that sounds good. <laughs> you didn't hear anything about wart. Warts sound good. Wart. I'll take a wart. All right. I'll take a wart. If you got a wart, I'll you're willing it. to try anything. Uh, ain't that the truth? Short of What's going, your saying again? Uh, if it's good enough for your teeth, okay. it's good enough for your spoons. And now it's your warts. <laughs> yes. And finally, in at number one, any guesses? <laughs> this is the number one weird but helpful way a banana can be used. Use your banana to make a face mask. Yeah! They're very popular in the beauty world based on the reaction in the room, but if you're not fully in tune with skincare whip, this might be the first you're hearing of this main ingredient. The simplest way to make a mask using a banana is by mashing up the banana and applying it directly to your face. There you go. Another common recipe would be to add a quarter cup of yogurt and two tablespoons of honey to the mashed banana before applying it to your face. Then let that mask sit for 10 to 15 minutes, then rinse with warm water. Now, it will leave watermarks, though, if you rinse it. So that's the problem. Just like your spoons. So a quarter cup of plain yogurt, two (sighs) tablespoons of honey... And a mashed up banana, whip that together and put it on your face. Hey, watch your dog go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to the zoo near the gorilla. Yeah, house. <laughs> yes. Don't go anywhere. Oh my God, it's so great. There you go. That's your mixed top six. The morning mix flash briefing with Violetta. I'm about to make you guys super cool with the Gen Zers in your life. Finally. Oh, wow. I know, I know. No sick. cap. Sit down for this. Awesome. Sick. Yeah, sick and <laughs> kick it and Let eat, me whatever. eat it. Let me eat it. <laughs> the biggest trending gift this season, according to them, is a Snoopy plush toy from CVS. So oh, people are literally hunting this down. It's a 10-inch Snoopy. He's wearing a uh, striped beanie and an oversized puffy coat. <laughs> um, it sells for about $15 in store, but it's flying off the shelves and now going at three times the price online uh, and nobody can find it. So I don't know if you guys have seen it, if you stumble upon it. This is what the Gen Zers want in your life. Really? Whip, you're a big Snoopy guy. I love Snoopy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I did see this picture and it looks like a cool Snoopy plush toy, but I mean, there's a million Snoopy I plush know, toys. I don't right. know. This I don't know. What crazy. was the triggering event, I wonder? What I kind of imagine is after school, they have nowhere to go, so they go to the CVS, yeah, and right. they're waiting in there because it's cold, okay. and somehow it just got popular, but honestly, that's just a guesstimate. Yo, the Snoopy's sick. Yo, Snoopy's yes. sick. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> right. Yo, give yo. me the Snoopy doll. Now I want it. Don't call yeah, it a yeah, doll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next up. <laughs> so cool with the Gen Zers, I swear. Yeah, we could tell. Um, Apparently, yeah. <laughs> hanging out at the high schools again. It's really paying right. off. <laughs> 
Pretty cool. I know. Um, so my sister and her boyfriend just got a new puppy. The adorable little gray Frenchie. He's got the cutest big ears. I haven't uh, met him officially yet. Officially yet. The little guy. His name is either Luffy or Luffy. I'm not sure. But um, definitely know you that. You ask him when you meet him. I, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. Hey. And uh, thanks for bringing that up because I'm definitely going to have to introduce myself. So dog owners and lovers online are freaking out when they realize, does my dog even know my name? I just realized I've had my dog for over eight years and have never told her my name. Um, Axel, my, my name is Rebecca. <laughs> so there are people online using that audio, introducing themselves to their dog. And, yeah. um, you know, they're filming their dog in the process and the dog looks so disinterested in all of the right. clips. Amy and I have Roscoe. Right. And we saw this clip and I thought the same thing. I was like, I don't, I don't think I've ever told him my name's Chris. Right. She's heard me, like, you know, like, Roscoe's heard Amy call me that. And he's heard me call her Amy. But Mm -hmm. we've never said, like, hey, good to meet you. I'm Chris. I just said, I'm dad. He knows I'm dad. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Mm. Nikki, does your dog Biba know your name? Biba knows Julian's name. Okay. But probably not mine. No. So you got to go introduce yourself. I know, I do. It's in your house. I know. Right free. Well, hello, sir. (laughs) Please shake your hand. Give me your paw. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think you should do it today. Both of you, take a video, send it to me. We'll post it tomorrow. Something to think about. Exactly. And lastly, a meme from Midwest vs. Everyone. That is a social media account online. If you don't follow them already, you should because they're funny and saw Midwestern stuff. Well, their stuff is going viral right now, so this is what it goes like. Rich people say money doesn't matter. Attractive people say looks don't matter. And Midwesterners say it's not the cold, it's the wind that's going to get you. There you go. That's true. And heavy wind chills right now, right? Aren't they the worst? Single digits. It's terrible. It's the wind. Windy city is cold. That's your flash briefing. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.